Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Stop doing those diet or workout fads to lose weight. Use the tried-and-true approach from Rock and That Idea Life that helps you find balance while enjoying food in moderation and nourishing your body. Try the Lean 30 program at rockandthatidealife.com and let today be your last first day of your weight loss journey. When buying or selling your home, you need to feel protected. Realtor Mike Burgoyne not only looks out for your interests, but as a St. Louis area police officer, will make sure you feel safe and well-informed with every decision. Email Mike at strikewithmike.com and start the process today. That's Mike at strikewithmike.com. Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's have a doink, bro. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> Are we like Go-Go Corp? Are we suspended? I I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish, Selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick tape? You don't need it! No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to episode 15 of season 13. This is episode number 446. All time of the often imitated, never duplicated. And then I had that little setback with the cheese whiz, but I'm feeling much better now. We're the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Do you know where that's from? That's a very obscure quote from a television show from the uh, late 80s, early 90s. <sighs> um... I feel like I really should know this, uh, but I'm blanking on it. Harry Stone. Oh, Night Court. There you go. Yeah. I, uh, it was, for some reason, I was going to, I can't even think of the name of it. So, no, I was completely stumped. That's a good story. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Special thanks to our sponsors, Rockin' That Idea Life and Realtor Mike Burgoyne for once again probably sponsoring the show. Please check them out. Also, don't forget to check out our uh, t-shirt shop at letsgoblues.com for the very best St. Louis Blues themed t-shirts at an uh, unbelievably fair price. It is Wednesday, January 17th. We're streaming live on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we turned off Instagram this time because Ponder set it up last time. He's not here. And uh, last second uh, settings, I didn't have it. So I said, screw it. Um, and, and you don't want to don't want us to have to like keep smushing our faces right. together so you can see us, <laughs> right? Right. And uh, you know we we didn't want to start the show late. We wanted to be on time. So, uh, and Friendster and OnlyFans to interact with the show on social media. Our handles on all the socials at LGB Radio. Uh, I'm Kurt Price. My co-host for the big show tonight are uh, it was just Bill Day. Jeff Ponder is on assignment due to the allegations. Mm. <laughs> at an ABBA tribute show. At an ABBA tribute show. Uh, the agenda for tonight includes discussion of boots. Uh, Kapanen goes on the IR and uh, Gaudet gets called up. So some folks were wanting him to get called up since he was uh, kind of tearing it up. So we'll, we'll see how he does up here. The Blues beat the Rangers. Then we're hosed against the Bruins. Lost to Philly. And then Evander Kane's wife is uh, quite the attention whore bitch. All that and more on this episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, sorry for starting the show late. Uh, we had some stuff to take care of before the show, but we are here now. Also, Bill, on the way back, 
played pickleball tonight on the way back had kmox on and the show started i'm not sure what show it is uh it's a topical current event show it's a call-in show where people call in and they and they discuss he, he brings up topics people call in and they chat about them whatever so uh you, you know the the spiel so to start off his show he goes you know am radio is the best because you get you know it, it's unique and that you get this interaction with the fan audience you don't get that with podcasts joe rogan doesn't do interactions with his audience you know podcasts don't you know you don't get this this live uh, interaction with the uh, with the fan base and i was like uh yeah i don't think he knows about live streaming at all <laughs> because that's what i've been doing for 13 years and clearly not yeah. clearly not he's a, he's a little out of i think he's uh one of those older conservative types he's not really much into uh uh the newer technologies and new doesn't media doesn't understand new media yeah he's right i mean i enjoy calling radio as well sports calling radio is fun but uh, don't act like you're the only show in town as far as like interacting with with fans live streaming has been doing that for a, for a while now oh oh uh how you been bill ah, you know surviving the cold yeah man like yeah um this has uh been brutally cold um it, it did give me an opportunity uh to finally have a pretty much do nothing three-day weekend with uh we were uh my my business was uh, closed monday for uh the Martin Luther King holiday as was so, mine. Um, with it as cold and uh, precipitous as it was outside. That's the incorrect usage of precipitous. Uh, but as, it sounds uh, good to me. It sounds yeah. good. I like it. Uh, it. It's uh, uh, yeah. I just, uh, I finally, finally found some time to, um, you know, sit on my butt for a while, updated my PlayStation. I realized I had turned on my PlayStation in six months that's just seems wrong you haven't so, turned it on i hadn't turned it on in six in months six months yeah so had some updating yeah. to do and you know and spent more time updating it than playing it basically you know basic adult bullshit it's like when you go on netflix and spend more time browsing to watch what you can watch if you watch well after a half an hour browsing yeah so sometimes it's fun just to browse it is if I ever, right. ever uh remember the uh hd preview uh, movie like movie trailer station you ever watch that uh when i first got yeah when i first had an hd tv at first i was it was a I, I would sit there for a good hour just watching movie trailers on on hd net i think it was movie trailers are fantastic just a, just a steady stream of movie, movie trailers yeah that, oh, uh, tv we had to we had to fall in love with our new technology no more no more letterbox this is widescreen yeah no no more four three yeah that's that and that's that's not even really a thing anymore it's like a weird it's weird to have that that ratio now uh anthony tony chumbly is that a new listener have we uh, interacted with anthony before uh, not that i recall all right at least not under that name we have not yeah see see mr KMOX radio guy this is the live interaction that that podcast can get. Uh, he said it was warmer in New York than here yesterday. Um, it, was, it was balls cold here yesterday. Yeah, it's. I, I always, I always get a kick out of when you hear, "Well, it was warmer in Antarctica today than it was." Uh, <laughs> it was in the Metro East. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, single digits are are just terrible. <sighs> Negative seventeen or sixteen, whatever it was, wind chill. Yeah. yeah, sitting around hearing things around the house popping Creek pop, because yeah. it's so cold. You're and it's like, like you're, you're oh ex- man, what just happened? <laughs> your exterior, like, like a walkout basement door is like sticking, and it's like, man, the handle doesn't really want to work too well, and it's you got to yep. like push extra hard on stuff, and everything creaks and cracks, and you open it. Yeah, it's like man. Yeah, no, I uh, I could not open uh, the back door to go out on the deck and remove the snow from it. So. Yeah. Uh, my daughter and I were kind of cleaning in the basement last night and we were over by the, uh, she was over by the tile and the walkout in the basement and, and, uh, she was kind of cleaning it and she goes, dad, I can't get this off. And I was like, Oh, what is it? It was a little, 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 uh, look like a little dirty spot by the door. And I, I went to go over there. I'm like, that's ice. <laughs> it's dirty ice. <laughs> a little patch of it right inside the door on the tile. Mm-hmm. It's like, geez. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hope, uh, that this doesn't last more than another week. Well, it's supposed to be thirties tomorrow and then it's supposed to drop down get really cold again for Friday, uh, along with a little bit of snow. Yeah. Some more snow tomorrow night. So luckily, uh, luckily no more commuting to the office for me. Today was the only day I went in this week. Yeah. I go in tomorrow. So I think, you know, it should be okay tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, I'll be at work from home on Friday, so that'll be nice to, if indeed we do have work, which I assume we will. Uh, hopefully, the kids are off. Let the school call off on, on Friday more on Friday, so we can, they can have a remote day, an e-learning day, and then I can just uh, not have to take a minute. I got six in the morning to take them to school. I don't remember when I went to school in grade, you know, grade school. I wasn't getting up at six in the morning to go to school. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Had to do that a little bit in high school because I had to drive a little, little yeah. bit over to the other side of the river and. The bridge was constantly under construction, but I want to say yeah. I started like it was like seven forty-five or eight o'clock or something like that in the morning. It was, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, and then, and then one one of my kids uh, eats lunch at like ten fifteen or ten thirty. That's I, brunch. I know. It's, it's, it's I don't. It's all messed up. Mm, that's craziness. Yeah, uh, if I was on the school board, things right. would be different. You should go protest. <laughs> I oh. School board meetings nowadays, I don't want to go within 100 yards of those things. <laughs> things are shit shows with people and they're getting a fight ass, with Moms for Liberty or whatever they're called. Goofy ass people. I don't know. They just get upset about nothing. Ah. Anyway, uh, official beers of episode number 446. We uh, You can follow each of us on the Untapped app. My handle is CPRICE12. Uh, Jeff. His uh, is Jay Ponder 94 and Bill's is Billy Blue Note 33. Bill, uh, you go first. Actually, I go first. You I'm go not, first. I, I'm never going to get used to this. No. Uh, I have the uh, O'Fallon Hector Vanilla Wafer. <laughs> mm. That's how uh, Harry Carey used to say Hector. Or, uh, uh, no, Hector Vanilla Wafer? Yeah. Hector Valens, uh, Villa de Wava. Villa right? de Wava. Hector yeah. Villa de Wava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hector vanilla wafer. <laughs> uh, it's it's good. You can really taste the vanilla and the wafer. Got it. Good glare on that bottle. Mm. Anyway, yeah. it's quite That's good. The... And it's one of the you know I, I think I've had conversations with people about before about O'Fallon beers, and I'm like I they're really I, I'm not a big fan of O'Fallon a lot of their stuff, but uh, I do like this. Yeah, their uh, their cookie collabs are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, dad's oatmeal. Um, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, those are great. Um, what do you got? 
I am continuing in my series. Um, I, I had uh, four of them, and uh, this is number three. I'm saving the best for last. Um, the Surly Darkness Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout, the 2022 variants. This is the straight-up Imperial Stout, and that is beautiful, beautiful. That is great artwork. artwork. Yeah, that's uh, the uh, forehands will be proud. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am probably going to save that one and put it with the collection. Um, but uh, yeah, very, very good, strong imperial stout, perfect for these cold nights. And uh, I was actually lucky enough to find a 2023 variant tonight um, at uh, Red Roof down in Columbia. I was down there for uh, uh, a dentist visit and uh, stopped at the uh, Red Roof and found a couple of things. Including the Voltron Black Lion, so I'll have that tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yes, let me know how. Uh, let me know how the third iteration of the IPA for this collab is. Yeah, it, it'll be three. an IPA, I bet. IPA number three. I I really I would have going into it. I was assuming okay, one's an IPA, one's a lager, one's a stout, one's a pale ale, or whatever. You know, kind of switch it up. But oh no. They said that, and they were asked about that on social media about, you know, why they're doing so many IPAs, and they're like, "Well, we're when we collab with these breweries, we want them to do the like what they do best." And uh, I was like, "Each one's an IPA." I'm like, "Well, collab with different breweries, <laughs> right. do something different, <laughs> find better friends." Yeah, I mean, switch it up. I mean, or you know, if one brewery did an IPA, and then the next one's, "Oh, you did an IPA? Okay, we'll do something else." Right. You know. Right. Set some ground rules before you go out collabing with all these people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fantastic idea. You know, don't finish, you know, finish strong with the Voltron series and then the last two. Be nice. Yeah. Uh, Kasperi Kapanen was placed on the IR with a lower body injury. Uh, he'll be reevaluated in four weeks. He was injured in the Flyers game, blocking a shot late in the third period, just over seven minutes remaining in that game. Uh, so they, the Blues have recalled Adam Gaudet from Springfield. He will join the team in Washington, D.C. for Thursday's game against the Washington Capitals. Uh, Gaudet is 27, leads the HL overall with 24 goals and ranks third with 36 points through 37 games with Springfield this season. Uh, uh, for his efforts, the Braintree, Massachusetts native, was recently named to the 2024 AHL All-Star Classic. So I think uh, some folks have been wondering, you know, why hasn't he gotten a call-up? Because he's been doing uh, pretty well down there, so uh, we will we will see how he does up here. It'd be nice if he could chip in, because uh, yeah. And we were talking about the show, Bill, that uh, he could fill in for a uh, Kasperi Kapanen who who kind of stalled uh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Kapanen, you know his his speed is always evident, uh, but he always seemed to be on the perimeter. Right? It's it's one thing to be able to. Gate circles around the opponents in their offensive zone, but at some point you got to go to the net, and he hadn't been doing a whole lot of that lately. So, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not a, a serious injury. I mean, it sounds like he's out through the All Star break. Yeah, four weeks. Uh, yeah, it's so, not it's not minor. Yeah, but hopefully it doesn't uh, you know uh, put a hitch in his giddy up hitch when he gets up. back, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, you know he'll have some time to uh, to look and see uh, you know how he can be more effective while out there. I think you know, and not that there's ever really a, a good time for an injury, but you know the Blues are 
kind of struggling to put the puck in the net a little bit recently uh, again. So uh, bringing up their leading score uh, from Springfield, you know, can it's it's a, it's it's maybe a move that probably could have been done anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see how it works out. Yeah, and you know the other other thing, uh, Alexandrov recalled. Um, do you think there's a shot that Alexandrov gets off gets into the game before Gaudet? Uh, <laughs> uh, I start. I, I'd start Gaudet. Just start him. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Bannister, like that guy was my bread and butter in the A. He's, oh yeah, he's he's getting his his game, and you know the first game he's he's definitely getting in there. That's. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? I was hoping for Cindy Lauper. Yeah, well, I mean, we could you know, do her, too. Hey, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Accusatory. <laughs> Looking down on you like you like you a bad parent. <laughs> you don't know where your children are. There's definitely some judgment there. <laughs> And uh, for you podcasters, you, know, you can't see the video. She's really got a scowl on her face. <laughs> yeah. What did you? But she of anyone should know girls just want to have fun. <laughs> right. And they're not going to be home at 10 o'clock. That's true. That is an excellent point. Yeah. Where are they? My girl is out having fun. Cindy Lauper, you should know all about that. Uh, so uh, on the other side of this commercial break, uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, conditioning assignment uh, updates for the Blues and their, uh, their recent uh, games against the uh, Rangers and the Bruins and the Flyers. Uh, you're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio. We'll return after these messages. We've all tried a diet or workout fad at one time or another, but it always ends the same, right? We either lose the weight and then get back to our routine, but then put the weight right back on, or it just simply never takes hold. It's time to move into a habit-based program that focuses on organization and simplicity. Rockin' That Idea Life's Lean 30 lays it all out for you with the correct food to eat, how to meal prep, and even sprinkles in plenty of healthy recipes. With Lean 30, you'll get the full ID Life arsenal, including energy for that needed kick, a tasty nourish shake for your needed fiber intake, slim plus. Plus, to help control your cravings and provide a metabolic boost, lean capsules help bust those sugar cravings, and IED Nutrition gives you the added punch you need that takes the guesswork out of what supplements to take. Join the many who are seeing success and make this your last first day on a new program. Visit rockandthatidealife.com to get started, and remember to email Dustin at rockandthatidealife at gmail.com for an extra 10% off exclusively for Let's Go Blues radio listeners. Start your transformation to the confident, vibrant person you've always wanted to be with rockinthatidealife.com. St. Louis hockey fans know how it takes a reliable captain and a team of hard workers to achieve major goals. As a police officer and a hockey player, realtor Mike Burgoyne would wear the C in any situation. As a leader in the home buying or selling process, Mike has surrounded himself with a team of trustworthy inspectors, lenders, and escrow officers that work together more cohesively than Hall & Oates. And as a member of many teams in his life, Mike knows the service are first responders, veterans, nurses, teachers, and yes, even 
helping you Let's Go Blues Radio listeners provide the community, so he offers special rates to those individuals. Find the value in Mike's leadership and teamwork today by emailing him at mike at strikewithmike.com or calling 314-753-4060. He'll work closely with you and only show you the homes that match your goals. That email again is mike at strikewithmike.com or call him at 314-753-4060 and succeed with your new teammate today. Buddy, where's the spatula? Okay, kids, let's go. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatula so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? And now, back to Let's Go Blues Radio, the longest-running St. Louis Blues podcast with Price, Ponder, and Day. Ken Morris has joined us in the chat. Welcome, Ken. Good to see you. He says, evening, guys and gals. Yeah, sorry, Ponder's not here. Yeah, Ponder's not here. No, he's uh, he's he's dancing, a dancing queen. Probably right about now. Is this their opener or their finale, Dancing Queen? Uh, it's got to be their closer. Okay. Yeah. He's actually at the Beatles show. I just want to give him shit because there's also an ABBA tribute show <laughs> right down the street from the Beatles show. Uh, conditioning assignment updates. Uh, well, Alexandrov was recalled from his assignment, so he's back with the team. Uh, and on Sunday, Tyler Tucker was sent to Springfield. Uh, so, and he hasn't played in a while. So Alexandrov tallied seven points, two goals, five assists, and seven games with the Thunderbirds. And Tucker has dressed in 15 games for the Blues this season, posting two points, one goal, one assist, and 22 penalty minutes. Um, Tucker hasn't played in a while. He played the, almost all those 15 games were to start the season. Um, and personally, with the way I, 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 what are your thoughts on Kessel? Because I, I think he's been really good. Um, so far, and Perunovic has kind of settled in. Uh, I think as a, as a, as a, I think he's been playing fine. He's putting up some points, no goals, but you know assists. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see a spot for Tucker in this lineup. Not that Tucker is anything amazing, but uh, I, I, he'll. I, I can imagine unless something goes wrong with the defense with an injury or something, I can. He'll probably be down there for a while. I would guess. Yeah, I, I so it it kind of seems like, you know, uh, Bannister comes up and he's bringing in his guys. Tucker Tucker wasn't there most of last year, right? He was up here getting uh, getting more time than he probably deserved, but you know, yeah. he was a Baruby guy, 
Um, but yeah. no, I, I think Kessel Kessel has been a really great surprise, right? He and yeah. we we'd heard really good things about you know about him through the the run of the playoffs last year. Um, and apart from maybe some iffy moments in his uh, his first game, he just looks out. He's looked dependable. Um, you know, he, he's. He, he's giving the balance the the righty lefty balance and mm-hmm. you know he's uh <clears throat> probably more able-bodied than bortuzzo uh better fit for today's game than bortuzzo so you know that uh, that trade opened up an opportunity and uh you know the falk injury also helped you know making sure he's getting some yeah. kind of an extended look um <clears throat> And uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I think uh, he's probably got uh, a good chance of sticking around for the rest of the year. I hope so. Uh, Cause I'd like to have seen defensively. I've liked, and he's, he's, he's getting into the play offensively around the net too. He's had some yeah. chances. Um, I, nothing. There's not nothing to not like. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense uh, with, uh, with Kessel so far. So uh, hopefully he keeps it up. That'd be a, uh, a nice little addition to uh, the defense. Um, yeah. And Tucker hasn't played since December 21st. So I guess he, I, I, right. I, I guess he got in, he got in and played some games, but most of those games were to start the season. Right. Right. He scored the blues first goal this year. Yes, he did. And <laughs> Which is kind of, it's kind of like set the table for this team offensively this season so far. Right. And set the, <laughs> set the table for coaching change uh, just a month and a half into the season. So. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, uh, Perunovic, uh, has, you know, I, I think is the reason why Tucker's not playing. Perunovic is showing, you know, that, that he is a quality player. Um, you know, his second round draft pick, um, that got hyped pretty high. And then we all know going through the injuries that he went through. Um, but now he's, he looks healthy, um, and has figured out the NHL game. Uh, I think both Kessel and uh, Prunovich have really good uh, instincts as far as uh, when to pressure and when not to, especially at the blue line, uh, the offensive blue line. He's got uh, seven points in his last 10 games. Uh, Prunovich does. He's a plus one, uh, two penalty minutes, uh, four even strength points, three power play points, uh, seven shots on net. So and he's averaging fourteen uh, thirty six ice time per game, which he would never have seen under Baruby. N- no, not really. Um, yeah, before that he went uh, scoreless one two three four five six seven eight in his eight games. Yeah, but uh, he's kind of uh, ramped it up a little bit offensively, just uh, tipping in some assists. Uh, like I said, seven in his last ten. Yeah. And he's, he's looked good defensively. I, I haven't, you know, he doesn't look like a liability. Like some people have said fear because of his size. I haven't seen that. So. Right. People um, want to see the, you know, the big hulking defenseman like Tyler Tucker, because he can, he can take care of business in the corner. But what you see with Perunovic is able to get in there, get a stick where he needs to. And otherwise, you know, use his skating ability to, you know, keep players away from the front of the net. When they're isn't trying that, to cut to the outside, isn't that an interesting mindset that that some fans have that they'll they want the the big tough guy uh, over a more skilled guy? Yeah, especially in today's NHL. That that's a I think that's a I think it's a swing and a miss for 
fans that that have that mentality that's like old school right uh that's not the nhl right. anymore right that's you know harking harken back to the days of garth butcher right yeah. oh uh, the, the guy yeah clearing out the front of the net right cross checks to people's back right that's not that's not the game today no no i mean we traded Courtnall, ronnie momesso and dirk for butcher and quinn yeah what a great trade dan quinn turned out to be <laughs> and he was a player before that he came here and didn't do much at all that was such yeah. a disappointing trade yeah. no, he, he lit us up in in uh, the 86 playoffs yeah yeah and that was brian sutter that was his move he wanted he wanted that and he traded out a lot of guys a lot of locker room guys a lot of key guys Right. And, and and to end that season, to their credit, I think they won their last seven games down the season with Butcher on the team, but they didn't go anywhere. Right. And look what it did for Vancouver. Yes. Cordonal right? and Momesso, major parts of that team that almost won in 94. 94, yep. Yeah. Momesso, uh, Cordonal, Ronning. Jeff Brown. Uh, Jeff Brown. That Jeff was Brown. a separate deal. Though. That was a different trade, yeah. Right. Yeah. That Vancouver team that went in 94 was, uh, was what, a third Blues it, it really was, uh, you know, tack on uh, Pavel Bure, Trevor Linden, and Kirk McLean, and it was the rest were blues. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Kirk McLean, man, name flash in the past. Uh, tell you know, we <laughs> Ponder and I trade all of our uh, winning puck doku moves and. Kirk McLean is a sneaky good, yeah, low percentage guy in that game. So okay, yeah. I know you guys play that. I see the I see your uh, conversations. But uh, anybody any anybody uh, who listens to the show that plays uh, Puck Duco Puck Duco Puck Doku du- Doku Puck Doku. Yeah. Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> Puck Duco. <laughs> yeah, um, you just admitted something. Yeah. Count Dooku. I was thinking Star Wars. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you were thinking. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if you do, um, share your yeah. uh, share your scores with us on uh, yeah. on Instagram. We we are uh, on any of the socials that we're on. Uh, we generally just traded in our Slack chat, which you guys don't have access to. Right, but we might go public with it. Uh, Justin Scott joins us in the chat. Hey, Justin, good to see you. Uh, I feel like a video game streamer, like just ca- playing the game and casually seeing who joins in. Oh, thanks. Hey, how's it going? You know, thanks for the stars or points or donations or whatever that the people give them, um, which is kind of crazy. You watch those YouTube videos and those, those gamers that people just watching, just giving them money, <laughs> just, just like for <laughs> watching. It's like, man, maybe that's our business model. It's a nice right? gig. Yeah. Play, hey, play. Just, we're well, like, we're like real live world twitch we should we should play nhl 94 live stream nhl 94 and just yeah we should yeah that uh we, there's that that online emulator that we played for a while yeah yeah and we talked about doing that either on the show or in the summer mm-hmm. sometime just doing that be kind of fun yeah stream that would be awesome we'll do it we'll make it happen if it can yeah. be done yeah, that's uh, we should definitely look at that for either like you know an extended break, uh, if there's mm-hmm. an Olympic break next year, or if there's a pandemic, uh, yeah, pan, yeah, 
<laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> we we have another hundred years before that happens. Uh, you know, and God help us all if there is another pandemic, because there are so many people that are dug in that don't want to don't want to listen to science, and they're just they're gonna it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, with just you know. There's a pandemic that's uh that could you know spread to the United States. Bullshit science. Ah, they just want us to, right, whatever. Okay. Whoo! Uh, the Blues beat the Rangers thanks to a brilliant goaltending performance from Jordan Bennington, and a Jordan Cairo hat trick. Uh, Bennington played great in this game. Um, I it was interesting to see Cairo start to bury the pucks after he passed up that glorious scoring chance. And passed into traffic to a to an ill-advised pass. He's he does that so much, mm-hmm. and I hate it so much. And I, again, I say this every week that he leads the team in shots. He does take a lot of shots, but he needs to shoot more. He he passes right. up these great chances to score, and he just is like, oh, what are you doing? You're right. not a pastor. It's like he got shamed after this and started shooting the puck and it worked. So, you know, what's he going to do? Come out in the next two games and, and do it? No, he and Bushnevich in the Philly game opening, you know, opening line rush. Yep. Yeah. Terrible. And pass, Philly, pass, pass. Yeah, yeah. And Philly winds up scoring within three minutes. Terrible. Shoot okay. the damn puck. Right? You know, we're not those people. We're, you know, I'm going to the game Saturday and I promise I won't yell shoot. Um, but <laughs> well, there's, we're not those guys, but no. Jordan Cairo, well, shoot the damn puck. Well, Bannister was interviewed uh, in game. Yeah. Uh, and he said, we he literally said, we need to stop passing up good chances uh, to take shots. We need to start getting this puck on net. And I'm like, if I was a player and my head coach told me, shoot more, shoot, get the puck on net more, don't have to tell me twice, I'll shoot more. Kyra's a goal scorer. Who doesn't want to score goals? I mean, you don't want to be labeled as a selfish player, maybe. So you're trying to set up your teammates or you're trying to make the fancy pass. Let Thomas do that. You know, Kyra's not a passer. He needs to just rip. The, and it sounds so. Like uh, it sounds so like a like a, a rudimentary fan, right? Just shoot the book, just shoot it. But there's there's something to be said in this case with your best shooter, you know, passing up great scoring chances to make passes into traffic. Yeah, both I, both Kairu and Bushnevich should just let Thomas get them the puck and shoot as often as they can. And it, yeah. it's like you know, they they can't get past the Baruby mindset of you know we're looking for quality scoring, not quantity scoring. Yeah, right. Or quantity there, shooting. There's nothing wrong with you know wanting quality chances and and making the pass to get the better scoring chance. However, that better scoring chance has to be there. You can't force it. Right. Before if you pass up a really good scoring chance. To try and force it, thread a needle to a guy that's that's covered with two guys on, by two guys uh, for a great scoring chance. No, that's that's a low percentage play. Don't do that. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but a great great point of this argument is Boston's go ahead goal, the third goal in that game, where 
uh, Pasternak did made a great play of you know drawing defenders to himself, and Elaine opened up. Marshan's wide open. He makes the pass, right? Yep. Right. Sometimes, sometimes a great shooter, you know, needs to do that, but. More often than not, a great shooter just needs to shoot the damn puck. Well, he passed and, to a guy that was wide open. Right. He wasn't trying to pass in the traffic. Right. So that there's and, a little different there. Right. It's like Kairos, like you said, forcing things, right? Looking for things that aren't there. Right. If it's not there, shoot. Or if it is there, it's like a really low percentage thing. It's like, no, take the, just take the shot. And you see that, and the Blues are getting a couple of these games. They're all shot handily. Oh, you know, the Rangers, uh, what 40 what was it? 42 to four, 40 yeah. to 40. Uh, was it 42 to 20? Yeah, they were shot. And the, the Blues won this game because they were opportunistic. And they, I mean, they played a good game, but and I mean, but Bennington Rangers were firing really good. The Rangers were firing everything at Bennington, and uh, he was really good. So, I mean, you need good goaltending to win, but 42 shots is getting out shot by 22 is, is ridiculous, especially when the Blues are pat. It's frustrating when you're. Getting out shot by that much, and your best goal scorer, who's supposed to be a best scorer, goal scorer, is passing up shots in the slot to pass to a guy at the side of the net who's covered. You know, um, uh, the Bujnevis got his thirteenth uh, of the uh, season on an empty netter. He broke his stick over the glass uh, after scoring, which I thought was uh, interesting. I, I mean, he's been frustrated for a while. And he did miss an open net uh, opportunity uh, on the empty net earlier. So I think he was just like, finally, he fucking scores a goal. And he broke his stick over the top of the glass. And it broke off into the into the crowd. And uh, he went over to the bench and he got a new stick to give uh, the fan, I guess, that it may have hit somebody or came close or whatever. So he, uh, he kind of tried to make that right, I guess, by giving the guy a stick. So uh, I feel, and, you know, I mean... It's not like Bushnevich isn't shooting, but he's also making, he's also passing up shots too sometimes. But yeah. Him, him and Kyrie are the worst defenders, I think, of that. Yeah. And, and when they're on the top line together, and yeah, yeah. They, they usually, you know, feed each other's worst instincts instead of just shooting the pocket and looking for the rebound. Right. Uh, Kyrie did net the hat trick in this game. Blues did win this game. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, five to two. So uh, goal scores were, I just had it up here. Where'd they go? Kairu times three, Bushnevich, and Saad. Uh, yes, yes. It was Kairu, uh, Kairu with two, then Saad, then Kairu, and then Bushnevich with the internet. So and uh, Adam Fox uh, scored for the Rangers to open the scoring in this game. And then uh, Trocek got uh, the Rangers' second goal with uh, eh, about midway through the third period. Uh, the Blues went on then to oh the power play in this game. We were, Blues are two for four, so the power play has come around a little bit. Yeah, uh, which is great to see. They've been scoring, if not one, two power play goals uh, in multiple games in a row here. So that has been fantastic, uh, a bright spot. So and I thought, you know, I mean, the Blues rushed out forty-two to twenty in this game. I don't think the play was, it wasn't like that. I mean, I don't think the Blues. No weren't dominated in this game like the shot might the shot total might indicate uh i think the rangers were just throwing everything on yeah. net uh, yeah, for the ex- most part exactly every angle they were they were just funneling every puck they could at the net high you know high percentage low percentage right. it was going at the net and um 
you know, if that's uh, like we said, Bennington had a really, really strong game. Um, you know, great to see that, right? You're number one in a, a big game against the number, you know, one of the top teams in the other conference, big home game, and you roll out your number one and he does you good. Yeah. Right. And so Bennington gets a start against Boston in the next game. Um, and uh, I know uh, Justin Scott asked in the chat, all right, you have you guys talked about the Boston game yet? And uh, we are now. So uh, I, I assume maybe Justin has something to say. A lot of people probably have something to say about this game. Uh, I mean, let, let's be honest. The, the talking point in this game is the overtime trip that wasn't called. Yeah. Right. Well, and actually, so, okay, that happens. Like Thomas has the puck. It's overtime. Coming to center. Gets tripped. Blatantly tripped. Not even a question. Obviously, Boston then gets the puck. Not, no call. Boston gets the puck. Comes in two on one. Scores. Game over. That okay, if you weren't pissed off enough because of the no call on that on that play, come think back to when Sunquist was called for tripping on Kapanen's shorthanded breakaway, where it was a trip, he did trip him, but it was behind the play, didn't affect the play whatsoever, and they called it, and it would have waved off a goal had Kapanen scored. So I was pissed about that. It wasn't necessary, but it was a penalty. It was a penalty, but it was way behind the play. Wasn't going to affect the scoring chance at all. But they called it. This non-call in overtime directly affects the play. Directly led to a Boston goal. And on that, and I'll go back on the call against uh, Sunquist when the Blues were shorthanded, so I put them two men down. Boston scores on that. Two men advantage. So that call they went Boston's way. They got a goal. This call in overtime they went Boston's way. They got a goal. So I mean, if those two situations were comparable, which they are, you know that that's a plus two for Boston and goals as far as goals are concerned. And then of course, uh, 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 who had the goal taken away? Hayes. Hayes yeah. had a goal disallowed. He right. was offside. Yeah, barely, barely. Right. Right, he just he he couldn't, uh, as they say in the soccer's, couldn't hold his run. <laughs> just a, a hair a hair ahead of the puck coming into the zone. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought uh, one of the most uh, salient points coming out of uh, you know the uh, non call was uh, when they showed the the replay the second time. Jamie Rivers pointing out that you know Pasternak not only got one skate, got one of Thomas's skates, he got them both. Yeah, you you might. You might be able to say, okay, he he barely touched the one skate. He got both skates, and there was a lift, right? His stick was coming up, and Thomas had to go over. There and it was wasn't no an accident. Of, right. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, right. Like some trips were accidental. He, pur- he purposely tripped him up to stop yeah. the rush. Right. Just absolutely, absolutely, uh, you know, screwing the blues on that play, uh, you know, non-reviewable call this is you know this is one of those times and you know maybe something we can debate um you know the the merits of additional reviews in the game right blatant missed calls right this especially especially to end a game Mm -hmm. those should be reviewable by toronto 100 percent of the time why not? Why not th- uh, be able to challenge a a missed call? You know, the next the next stoppage, say you missed a call. Now, I granted there are a lot of missed calls. There are tons of missed calls, and a team would probably use that challenge every single game. 
mm-hmm. to miss it because just the nature of the game. Hockey's a fast game. They're going to miss calls. You can't call everything. It's hard to see stuff at full speed as fast as the game is. Um, I, I'm not, you know, one to harp on NHL officiating as much as some people are. I know it's bad, but I, I think that's just the nature of the game that, that only people quite understand is that you, you can't call. It's really hard to call a, a, a good game by the officials because you really don't, you don't want to call, you know, you don't want to be too picky on calls, but you don't want to be too lax either. So you want to, and, but you want to call the stuff that's kind of egregious, but then you don't want to miss anything either. And then where's the line where between what you should let go and what you shouldn't. Um, and then an overtime late in the game, do you call a penalty? That's how ticky tack is ticky tack. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of variables that go into calling a game uh, for an official. And so I don't really get on officials too much for like generally how a game is called. Uh, but for an egregiously missed call like this, that determines directly determines the outcome of a game. That's really bad to miss right. something like this. Right. In in soccer, the the video assistant referee VAR, it's it's it is a very, very imperfect system um, because it still relies on humans to review bad calls by humans but uh it's the the purpose is to correct clear and obvious errors and unless you're a blues hater or bruins fan i think you'd be hard pressed to say there was not a clear and obvious error on that play well you know it's and justin scott makes a point here this wasn't missed this was ignored and mm-hmm. you know that's true because Thomas had the puck. Mm-hmm. All it's three on three. There's not a lot of guys to watch in overtime. Thomas has the puck at center. Everyone's watching him. And and, and you can't the, the refs can't make the argument that they were letting them play. If no. you to your point, no. if they called Sunquist for a trip, yes, behind the play, 180 feet behind the play. Well, it wasn't that far. It was probably about thirty feet. It, it was. It was. About, it was about the. It's about the blue line when Kapanen was taking a shot. It, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was not. He was not in the play. He was rushing back, but he was like th- a good 30, 40 feet away. So, but well, I was. I was going for the hyperbole there because I <laughs> okay. think the, I the length of an NHL rig is about okay. one hundred eighty feet. I got gotcha. you. Uh. So yeah. I mean, and and so where we at here? Um, the, oh, so Charlie McAvoy after the game was interviewed and he's, he's quoted as saying, uh, after, after potting two goals, including the other winner, uh, he said, feels good right now. Excited to end the trip with a win. And I said, and I, so I retweeted, I said, I fixed it for you. Feels good right now. Excited to get the win with a trip. He just had his words mixed up. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Boston. That, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I mean, of all teams, you know, there's like two or three teams in the league that that it doesn't sit well to end the game that way. You know, there's Boston, there's Colorado, there's Chicago. Uh, I, I I I will just leave it at this: if that was the price we had to pay for the Blues to win the Cup in 2019, I'll pay it. Right, and and that was brought up online that you know this is payback for that, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're equ- we're equating these things. You yeah, know, the, the and to be and there, it's not really the same though, because the Blues had a one goal lead at the time that Bozak committed that trip. 
in that game. And True. that allowed to that gives it was a two goal lead. So that that didn't so if that trip is called, there's no guarantee Boston scores in the power play. And the, the rest of the game is completely different. Boston you know, did score later to pull within one, but they there if you call that trip, the rest of the game is different. So you can't say they're gonna score later because they scored it's like you know the the alternate realities and back to the right. future it's, you know it's it's what is the uh, the fallacy of the predetermined outcome yes right yeah because if 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 you change one thing it's butterfly effect you know everything else is gonna be changed differently so you can't assume they're gonna score later too so that goal that non-call didn't cost them the game it cost the Bruins a goal uh, in that game, but there's no guarantee that Boston wins that game anyway. Now this this bad call in overtime gave Boston the game. So, yeah. and if it's called, if it's called, there's no guarantee the Blues you know score on the power play and win the game. But the non-call directly led to Boston winning this game. Right. So. Mm. Yeah. Shameful. It, it, shameful, it shameful is what it is. Yes. Right. Um. So uh, shots were 35 to 23 Boston. Uh, Benson stopped 32 or 35. Uh, he played well. Uh, again, Blues two out of three in the power play. Boston one for four in this game. Uh, let's see what else we got. Faceoffs, Blues had the edge 53 to 47. Um, let's see. Hits were about even. Block shots. Blues had uh, 15 to six. Giveaways 10 to two. Boston had two giveaways in this entire game. They have Boston out for two giveaways. Two. Mm, I, I'll which, never understand giveaways. Uh, the stat. Yeah, it's, you know, to me that that's always been a stat that like always is going to favor the home team because the home team provides the you know in game stats people. That that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Bruins weren't that much better uh, in that department. I think the blue. I think the Bruins outplayed the Blues in this game. Oh yeah, but, but I mean, it wasn't like <laughs> they didn't play a perfect game. You know, two giveaways is almost a perfect game. Um, so then we go on to Philadelphia. The game against the Flyers, uh, or at home against the Flyers. Uh, I was super impressed with Philadelphia in this game. I thought mm-hmm. they played an amazing game. Oh yeah. They yeah. were fast. They were on the blues. Didn't give the blues time or space hardly anywhere on the ice. And with that said, I thought the blues did an okay job of handling it uh, better than expected, I guess, because Philly played so good. Uh, and this, this was a game until late. Uh, but uh, I was, I was more, I mean, people were mad about how the blues played. I was more impressed with how Philly played, to be honest. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the blues played a bad game, but Philly just forced the blues into making mistakes that uh, weren't really, you know, on the blues necessarily. It was the credit to the uh, Flyers for, for playing that way. Yeah, no, couldn't couldn't agree more. I thought the, the Flyers played with team speed mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just creating chaos for the blues. And the blues had a hard time keeping up with it. Uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, you know, missed passes, juggle pucks, and the Flyers were cohesive through the neutral zone like that, that that was the best road game i've seen a team play here since probably the fourth game of the 12 game series against phoenix a couple years ago um and it just they were so so cohesive through the neutral zone and you know 
really, really good zone entries the the whole game. Mm-hmm. Just great. And Philly's been playing really well lately. Yeah. So after Torts, think, Torts has yeah. you know has them on point right now. Yeah, and they're just. I mean, it was impressive to watch. I wasn't. I mean, because you know, uh, not paying close attention to the to the East, I could do the West. Um, I was you know kind of like, oh, Philly is still struggling. Oh no, they're not. <laughs> no. Uh, and so Hofer started this game. What are your thoughts on Hofer starting this game, Bill? With no. Uh, no, yeah, I, no. I agree. I agree with you. I mean, Hofer played really well. I, I don't really have a problem with him mm. with the goals in this game necessarily. I, do you do? You do? Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, no. I, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean, Philadelphia's playing very well. They're at home against the Blues are at home. This should be a Bennington game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only time I'm starting Hofer is to give Bennington a rest. Okay, on a back to back. Or if we're playing uh, a, a lesser team at home or on the road, right? And any any good team that comes in here is Bennington's game. Any any team, any every division game at home, especially is Bennington. Yeah. And any any team that's on hot on fire, Bennington. Uh, I, I start. I think uh, Ponder looked up the stat. This uh, after sitting this game, he's played three games in the past ten days, so he's not currently overworked no no and and you know i'll go back to um it, it kind of further develop a, th- a thing i said uh last week it feels and i've said it a couple of times it feels like they already have the goaltending schedule worked out and they're just sticking to it they're, they're not they're not making adjustments game in game out it's you know they they looked at philly they looked at you know early on strength of schedule um who the opponent was and they're not making adjustments and so uh, Hofer got it. Um, you know, I he he played okay, but the, the thought, first goal, the first yeah. goal, the rebound was pretty bad. Yeah, that, no, that, that that left wing shot that just kicked the rebound out to the right wing, who was wide open, yeah. and just put it in the open side. Yeah, terrible. And yeah. the okay. second goal, it was a world class chip by Ryan Paling, oh. but only yeah. because Hofer didn't catch the damn puck. Yeah, yeah, but, I'm watching. The, yeah. I'm watching the replay right now because I wanted to watch that play again. Yeah, because when I, I mean, saw that play, you know, like being a forward, I'm like, oh my god, that was a, yeah, right, yeah. It's, he's he's he he's got it, a... and it goes off the hip of either Letty or Prunovich, whoever it was on that Krug, yeah, okay. the left the left side defenseman into the net. Yep, I'll uh, yeah, I'll give you that. He should have. That's a yep. He's got to have that, and they didn't. He didn't know where it was after he caught it either. Nope. And it does. Nope. It goes off uh, Cairo. It goes off Cairo, who was standing mm-hmm. in the in the on the goal line. <laughs> Back checking, you know, like he's trying to do. Well, let's let's give him props, but own goal, right? Own goal. No, that oh, was yeah. that was that was a hell of a goal by Ryan Paling, former former Habs first round pick um, that uh, they gave up on a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, any uh, any chance out of midair, and the third goal by uh, Tippett. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, undresses uh, the defense and then goes yeah. in and well, just ugh, terrible, terrible turnover uh, coming out of the the defensive zone and Tippett capitalized straight through knife through butter on you know through the the D at the top of the zone and I thought Hofer uh, was off his angle and that that that, that shouldn't go in as easily as, 
as it did on the backhand short side. I I I mean I'm I'm harping on Hofer, but I thought Carter Hart he may have had a couple of nice stops, but he was also pretty bad, giving up a lot of rebounds. Yeah, both goalies I thought Carter Hart. Yeah, they they made games. They made note of that on the broadcast about how the the Carter Hart was leaving a lot of rebounds in the slot, and the Blues couldn't really take advantage of that like they should have. Um, Yeah, well, Sunquist scored on the rebound on the power play. True. The fourth goal for Philadelphia, the empty netter um, in Shen's 900th career game, by the way, this isn't Shen's great. Yeah. A God awful giveaway uh, skating back towards his own zone. Just basically hands the puck (laughs) to Farabee. It was, he gave it to, it was fair. It was fair. Yeah. 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 And he comes in and then, you know, I think it's Prunovich. I know it's Krug. It's Krug. Krug yeah, tries just, to block it, goes down yeah, too early. He just, I mean, he's he's hung out to dry. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. Mm. So, I mean, you know, and, you know, and I think uh, Falk um, has been not good no. uh, since coming back no. from his injury. Yeah. It's, it's like he's, uh, he came back too early. Um, definitely uh definitely needs to find another gear he's he looks slow and yeah he's missing assignments he's missing backdoor uh players and stuff and rutherford tweeted uh since returning from his injury falk has been on the ice for all five even strength goals the blues have given up in those games two versus boston three versus the flyers so and it's been krug falk on for uh on four of those five and Prunovich Falk on one. So he's having a rough go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough coming back from injury, but mm-hmm. you know, did they rush it? Right. If, if he is that off, are they rushing it for, for a team in the position the blues are, you know, but if, if they want to chase a playoff position, they need, they need as many points as possible. And if he's, if he isn't ready to go, the way he's playing right now, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the press box tomorrow night. If he's, if he is not a hundred percent. I agree with you, but if it's an injury thing, yes. But if he's healthy and he's, they're not going to sit him, but I can't see that just because of his salary. I'm not going to say right. Right. And that's the only thing. Um, the, let me pull up the standings here. The, uh, where are the Blues in the standings? Well, they are currently, um, well, the 44 points, and that puts them uh, five behind Nashville for the second wild card. Uh, also Edmonton. They're both tied for the first and second wild card. Um, 42 games played. Nashville has played two two more games than the Blues, along with Calgary, the Kraken. Uh, Arizona's one point ahead of the Blues. They each played 42 games. They're right there. I mean, they've got a couple games in hand on the, on a couple teams they're chasing. So, I mean, if, but I mean, for the most part, the Blues have been playing much better hockey lately. You know, the the you know hiccups here and there. You know, Falk not playing particularly well. Um, so, I'm not. And they had a good stretch here against some really good teams. You know, Rangers, Boston, Flyers. I mean, that's a that's a gauntlet uh, right now. Right for for non conference, this is the yeah. most difficult. Uh, homestand that we've had. Yep. And now coming up, we got Washington twice. 
Yeah. So, and Washington currently is, uh, where are they? They are 48 points. So, 21, 15, and 6. More than the Blues. So, and again, I was thinking that Washington was farther down the standings than that. (laughs) Guess not. I think they've been playing better, too. Maybe Mm -hmm. 4, 5, and 1 last 10. So, not, not... so much, but yeah, they they had a, a weekend home and home with the Rangers that they split. Okay. Um, Charlie Lindgren, uh, Chucky Sideburns mm-hmm. is uh, you know kind of taking over the number one role there. Um, so I am I am looking forward to getting to uh, uh, hopefully see him play um, come Saturday night. They, the Capitals, are one point out of a wild card spot behind Tampa Bay. Right. So they're tied with Pittsburgh, and they're one point behind Tampa Bay. So and two behind t- Toronto. Right. With Ovi, basically, I mean, he's out. I think he's out injured right now, but uh, he's he's uh, not the same guy that mm. he's been over his career. The uh, the 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 whole chasing Gretzky thing is kind of dead in the water right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll pull up uh, Washington. Uh, let's see. I mean, I mean, what what is his numbers this season? Uh, let's see, he's got eight goals. Yeah, so you wonder. I mean, he's got uh, was it all time? How far is he away? He is. He's got uh, eight hundred and thirty goals. What's Gretzky's total? Oof. Your cousin Jeff will kill me for not knowing this. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. I thought you know off the top of your head. Yeah. No, I, I, it's eight sixty something, isn't it? Yeah, eight ninety four. Eight ninety four. Wow. So eight ninety four. So I mean, yeah, uh, he's uh, he's stalling it, a little bit. Um, yeah. So he's got sixty four goals to go. Uh, I think he plays until he gets it. Um, but with that said, he is uh, thirty eight years old. So. I can see him playing until he's 42 and <laughs> scoring Bare, 16, 17 goals a season. Right. He, he scores uh, scores the last one from a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, uh, I've just got Konstantinov thoughts in my head, but wheel, wheelchair on the ice. <laughs> I, I honestly was not going there, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll you say wheelchair on the ice, I think Konstantinov. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, have you seen the. Um, there's a documentary uh, or a movie uh, about the Red Wings, about the 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 six, the um, the Russian six, Russian six, Russian five. Sorry, the Russian five. Uh, have you seen it? I have not. Oh, it's good. It's really good. It it, it goes into detail about you know obviously the Russians, but the, their rivalry against Colorado and and their you know the initially Detroit you know considered uh, chokers in the playoffs and all that stuff, and that was interesting. That was really good. Give it a look. Give it a look. I, I, you know, as winter goes on and I find more and more free time with all the shit weather we have, I will find (laughs) that one. It's a, it's a good watch. Uh, Ken Morris says Ovi scores his last goal from a pass from Putin. (laughs) Yeah, and Justin Scott. Yeah, we we uh, he said that I think Matthew Kessel has has came in and played really well. Yeah, we we talked about that earlier. Uh, Absolutely, Uh, Kessel's been really good. Uh, and surprisingly good. I I don't think people knew quite what to expect, you know, is in the NHL, uh, getting a a bigger role. Uh, he's been great. Um, very consistent. One of the blues, better defensemen, uh, maybe behind Pareko. So I I think, 
Um, what do we got here? Um, oh, in this game, uh, Blues, I shot the, the Flyers. I shot the Blues 42 to 30. Uh, Hofer shot 39 to 42. And the Blues were one for three in the power play. So, again, with the power play going this game, Philly was over two on the power play. Next up for the Blues, Washington, uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. Um, they're flying to Washington for one game. They're coming right back uh, to play Washington here. You would think it makes sense to play Washington here and then go there. But I guess they're going to Washington and coming here. And then they're going to uh, Calgary uh, after that. So, on Tuesday. Or, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tuesday. So I guess they're going to Washington, then coming to St. Louis play a game, and then going to the West Coast. Yeah, it's a flight to Washington is not too bad. It's like two hours. So. Right. It just seems weird to go to Washington to play and then come right back here and play them again. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I feel like we've done this a couple times over the last few years. We're home and home. home with them. Yeah. Yeah. Home and home. Uh, love them because you know the first one obviously okay it's a game. But the second one. There's all kinds of like storylines from the first game. People have grudges about whatever things happened during the game, and it builds up. <clears throat> and this is this this was what was great about hockey and the NHL uh, 30 years ago. Plus, was that they would have more games against divisional teams, division teams. They play eight, they play them eight times, or whatever it was, and then they'd have a home and a home against like every division team at some point during the season. And against, I mean, oh man, the home and home against Chicago. You looked when you got the the Blues the wall calendar. You'd look for the or home the and home. Where, calendar. What's that? Or the pocket calendar. Or the pocket calendar. Or the fridge magnet. The, you you would you would look for the home and a home against Chicago. That's what I did. I was like, mm-hmm. when are we playing them home and home? And the game like the day after Christmas or day before Christmas, whatever it was, that was like the the written in stone game. They play Chicago right around Christmas. Over break, it was awesome, and yeah. that's just gone, right? And you know, there's there's you know some historical animosity uh, now with uh, Tom Wilson and the Capitals. So true, you know, yeah. That that could be a subtext storyline. Sunquist is back with the Blues too. So yeah, <sighs> I mean, there are a few guys in the league easier or uh, harder, easier to. Uh, not, there are a few guys in the league that are as it's easy to hate Tom Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Simplify it. Simplify. <laughs> Tom Wilson's a dick. He is a dick. He's a big time dick. Uh, so the Blues uh, Thursday, uh, uh, Washington, 6 p.m. And then Friday, uh, the Blues Hall of Fame induction ceremony is at 8 p.m. Uh, inductees are Pavel Dimitra, Mike Lutz, and Keith Kachuk. This is being held at the Downtown Missouri Athletic Club, uh, which is available live on channel 4.2, uh, Spectrum 186, and the Blues YouTube channel. So um, uh, check that out uh, on uh, probably the Blues YouTube channel is the best option for everybody. Um, KMOV will produce a half-hour hail, uh, hail of fame, Hall of Fame special airing on Thursday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m., on first alert four, yeah, and then Saturday I, versus Washington is back is back here. Uh, I guess uh, is Ponder going to this game? I am. Are oh, you? Are I am. That is me. Okay. It says. Yeah, it says. I, you know, it says. I am going. I thought. Yeah. No. I said Ponder's I, been to a game this season. Yeah. 
no, I, I have, uh, this will be my, my first game of the year, but, uh, I, I needed tickets, um, uh, assuming that, uh, they will do a little something, maybe a puck drop between, uh, Keith Chuck, Mike Leute and, uh, Pablo Dimitri's ah. wife before the game. Yes. A little bit of a ceremony, even though the, uh, the, the official things at the Mac, um, have to be there, have to be there. Mike Leute is the reason why I fell in love with hockey. So. Uh, super excited to uh, to uh, to be in the building for that. And, you gonna uh, try and hang out afterwards and get his autograph and talk to him? Um, I possibly. I I think I showed it on uh, one of the earlier shows or late summer shows that we had. Um, I I got his autograph when I was six years old, and uh, I still have that, and it's very faded at this point. So I'd like uh, like to to get it done again. But uh, I've got. I've got Lou's autograph on the wall in my uh, right over there, my office. Uh, it's uh, uh, when he was at uh, in Belleville at that uh, card and uh, collector shop, uh, and the, I had that shop uh, by a friend of ours, uh, Luke. Luke, yeah, Luke Nalborski owns. Uh, I had that in Belleville, Illinois. A little free plug for uh, Luke there, uh, who it's a, it's a vintage toy and collector shop. Um, you walk in there and you'd be like, oh my god. This is stuff you're in childhood. You know, it's all over the shelves. Yeah, I so. I, I need to pop in there soon. I've been there a few times. Yeah, there's it, some cool stuff in there. It's like a lot. It's just a neat to go in there and look. And not stuff you necessarily want to buy, like me personally. Um, my, my son goes in and loves it. He, he buys, he finds some Godzilla stuff, um, and he'll buy it. Um, but you want to buy some stuff. It's like, oh, man, this He-Man stuff. <laughs> Had this when I, I was a kid. Yeah, I, I there's still some random stuff that uh, that I pulled out of my parents' house uh, before we uh, uh, sold it a uh, year and a half ago. So, uh, including including a, a couple of He-Man figures, um, the He-Man and a Battle Ram. So. Oh, nice! I had so many He-Man figures. I mean, I had I I had almost every single figure. Uh, there were a few I didn't have. But so many of them, and Castle Grayskull obviously didn't have Snake Mountain though. No Snake Mountain, uh, Battle Cat, uh, whatever Skeletor's. Fringer. Yes, whatever Skeletor's uh, uh, cat was called, the purple velvet one. Mm, uh, yeah, did, didn't have that. One. that. Didn't have. Oh, we did. We did have that one. We had that one. Yeah. Um, just, just good stuff. I'll have to go in there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, downtown Belleville. It's in the same uh, shop as Collector's Corner. Uh, it's a card shop. So it's uh, and they're kind of in the back. Um, really cool stuff. Go check it out in Belleville, Illinois. I had yeah. is that's, in the shop. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I uh, I got my haircut right downtown. So um, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. No Stop excuses. In. Stop in and say hey. He's always there. Uh, last time I was there, he was uh, a bunch of people were, were bringing stuff and he was buying uh, their vintage toys to sell. And he was just, he had a backload of stuff and he couldn't talk too much. But uh, yeah. We chatted for a few minutes. Cool. Um, yeah, if you go in uh, and ask for Luke and tell him that uh, Kurt and Bill said, hey, Kurt Price and Bill Day. <laughs> Kurt who? He'll, he'll remember <laughs> me for sure. From the old hockey days, yeah. Yeah, the goalie used to snipe with that insane wrist shot. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, not the greatest skater. Uh, didn't have a good slap shot, but his wrist shot was one of the best uh, we'd saw, seen playing roller hockey. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, there are a couple guys I could uh, I can call out for for their insane wrist shots. So, and he's he's right up there. Uh, rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. Uh, Evander Kane, uh, his ex wife was thrown out of a game in Detroit because she violated the restraining order that uh, he had against her. <laughs> what a soap opera shit show those two are. Uh, she removed, uh, let's see, removed an Instagram story from Anna Kane. Uh, need quote need this is what this is from uh, Kane's ex wife. Need 15 security to walk me out because your dicks is so little. <laughs> uh, she was wearing a Red Wings hat. Um, and if you watch the video, I saw the video. Uh, she's just a crazy bitch doing crazy bitch stuff. It's just. You know, it's like, just stop. She's the attention whore. You know, she's selfie videoing and everything, and she's smiling, and she's getting escorted out of the place. She just loves the attention. And she went there to start shit, and she, I mean, she got escorted out, and she made a big deal about it. I mean, you weren't supposed to be there. Don't act like you're getting tossed out. It's a restraining order. Whatever. I mean, I'm not I'm not an Evander Kane fan. Don't get me down. But I think, uh, I think she is the bigger piece of shit out of those two. Well, if you can believe after that. after that display, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's, <laughs> um, yeah. So, hey, uh, anything else, Bill? Uh, you got because we've got. Uh, I think we're about ready to shut her down. And if we get off right now, it's before eleven o'clock, and you don't have to play the Homer. It's eleven o'clock. Do you know where your children are? I told you last night, no! We were late by about three minutes with the 10 o'clock, so it'll be early by minute with the 11 o'clock. Uh, now, now it's uh, late. Perfect timing. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got? Um, and I'm, I'm, I feel bad. I'm still working on my, my single beer tonight. Yeah? I'm well, 11, I mean, you know, well, you know, I mean, we, we kind of... Uh, breeze through the uh, stuff tonight. And to be fair, there's not a ton of uh, extracurricular stuff. To be fair. Uh, mostly just game stuff. Yeah. Um, anything else in the uh, in the chats here? What's going uh, on here in the chat? Justin Scott, Ken Morris, going back and forth. Uh, uh, Falk and, uh, Justin Scott says, Falk, Falk and Krug need to be broken up. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I agree with that completely. Yep, that that was a point somebody made in the outline. Yep. Uh, they, they, they do not look good together. Uh, Krug and Kessel. That's good. Dig that. Um, and uh, oh, uh, Ken Morris says Torts is cool and reminds me of Henry Winkler. Speaking of uh, John Tortorella, hey. uh, I, I wouldn't say it reminds me of Henry Winkler because Henry Winkler right now is like this nice, kind old man. <laughs> he's not the fods. No, he's he, he he's a good actor, I guess. Uh, yeah. Back then, because he, he at the time he thought, oh wow, he's just cool. Nah, he's 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 just a he's just a nice guy. Yeah, he was life. great in Barry. I never watched Barry. Ah, I I I, I did watch him in uh, Arrested the, Arrested the second Home. half of that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Justin Scott says TJ Oshi. Yes, he will be here. TJ Oshi will be here. Oh, right, yeah. right. Uh, Thursday. Yep. Yeah. And Saturday. Yep. So, and Justin Scott says he thinks Kadri is more of a dick. Than Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Eh, that's. Eh, I mean, they're both for, up there. 
Yeah, they're 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 pretty high up there. So Kadri, Tom Wilson, and Marshand. If you yeah. had to, if you had to, like, uh, what? Mary the the Mar- Mary could, kill yeah <laughs> Mary fuck kill Mary, Mary fuck kill yeah <laughs> Kadri Wilson and Marshan or let's let's just do the safe one Mount Rushmore and throw Patrick Kane in there oh at least Kane is I, I mean he's not younger Kane anymore younger Kane was easy to hate because he was just yeah. a dick yeah he's gotten older I guess yeah. Yeah, and he, you know, he soaked up the the hate from the uh, the Blues fans at the All Star game, and that kind of ended that whole thing, right? Yeah, I mean, he's not beating up cabbies anymore. You know, he's yeah. not getting drunk at frat parties and getting videoed, and as he gets like laughed out of the party or whatever that was. Remember that? I do. I yeah, do. that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> he just walked away in shame. It was so weird. Bizarro. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um. Yeah. Well, apparently he's playing very well in Detroit. A uh, buddy of mine, Red Wings fan, you know, die hard, watches every game, uh, likes the way Kane's playing. So, hey, hey, if uh, you know, if he makes David Perron expendable, huh. I, I still have a prediction that can come true. <laughs> what? Uh, let's see. Let me pull up Detroit here because uh, he was saying that he was a. Kane is about a point a game guy since he's yeah. let's see Kane 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 whoops that's not the you're looking at a Vander Kane 16 points in 19 games so it was close yeah and he may have been a point a game guy when he told me that so not too shabby for Kane uh, he's got uh, seven goals nine assists all right I think we're uh, ready to shut her down oh and uh Justin Scott says, Evander Kane is a fucking two. <laughs> I think he meant tool. Tool. Yeah. He is. But he is a fucking two. Yes. Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by Rock and That ID Life. You can con- you can uh, get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockandthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Mark Burgoyne. Uh, give Mike a call today at 314 753 4060. For all of your home buying and selling needs, that's 314-753-4060. That will wrap up episode 15 of season 13 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the live show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we would bring it to you. For the Missing in Action, Jeff Ponder, Bill, Le- Bill Day, and uh, MIA Austin Lynch. Wasn't he supposed to be here today? Tonight? He was. He's at the gym. He's at the gym. That's right. He's at the gym. He's at the club. Because <laughs> he mentioned uh, about uh, being here, but then he was going to be late, and, but he never yeah. showed. I think he was the one that went to the ABBA show tonight. Ah. Uh, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? 
They've only just begun. They're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.